Welcome to Letters to Women, a podcast that explores the feminine genius. What are you passionate about? Maybe your passion is cooking or music, spending time with friends, reading a good book. But your passion shouldn't just be something that you enjoy in a spare moment of your day or just on the weekends. Our passions aren't supposed to exist in a vacuum. Instead, the things that inspire us are meant to draw us closer to the Lord and closer to those around us on a daily basis. So just how do you take your passion to a deeper level of service? Today, I'm talking with Katie Lynch. She's the founder of Kate and Grace Boutique, which is an online clothing shop with a beautifully unique mission to serve women and bring joy. We talk about the story behind her boutique, how to practice the corporal works of mercy in our own community, and why it's important to bring our passions to prayer. I love this conversation with Katie, and I cannot wait to share it with you today. Today, we're welcoming to the show Katie Lynch. She is the Kate behind Kate and Grace Boutique, and we're going to be talking about Kate and Grace Boutique, finding our passions as Catholic women, and really the inherent beauty and dignity that every single woman possesses. Welcome to the show, Katie. It's so good to have you on. Thank you, Chloe. I'm so honored to be on, and I'm really looking forward to this opportunity, so I appreciate it. For sure. So we're going to be talking about the boutique here in a little bit, but before we dig into that, can you tell us a little bit about your story as a Catholic woman? Absolutely. So I grew up as a lukewarm cradle Catholic. You know, we go to Mass on Sundays. We did our basic prayers together, do catechesis every once in a while. But the true conversion of our faith, my faith and my family's faith, didn't really change until high school. I have two older brothers, and they both had very abrupt, intense weekend conversions to the point that one now is a priest and one is a youth minister. And that obviously was a huge impact on our family. And being the youngest, it kind of took me a little while. So mine was more of a gradual conversion, but it really was still very impactful. I went up to college, and I met my husband. And he was a Protestant, and he later became Catholic when he was started really searching for more truth. And that experience together was really a powerful one for us to go through before we got married. And then after, after our marriage, I uh, became a preschool teacher at a Catholic school, and I taught for about four years. And um, obviously that faith experience was, was so beautiful to, to be able to bring that into the classroom and to be able to teach these young children to really love the passion in their hearts at such a young age. So that was an amazing, beautiful experience for me. But at a certain point, I felt like it was time for me to be home, and I chose that, and I always had wanted that. I always had desired that. So when I had my second boy, that was when I um, chose to transition to be a stay-at-home mom. And now we are bringing our Catholic faith to our three beautiful boys, and they are ages five, three, and one. I love how you were talking about your brother's conversion and how it was this weekend conversion, but yours was more slow. And before the episode started, we were talking about how the feminine genius looks different in the life of every woman, but how beautifully Christ pursues everyone's heart. You are Kate behind Kate and Grace Boutique. So can you tell us a little bit about Kate and Grace Boutique and where the idea came from? So after transitioning to being a stay-at-home mom, I had this stir in my heart to do something. Um, I tried to be crafty enough for an Etsy shop, but my work ended up being more of a Pinterest fail than anything that I could possibly sell. (laughs) So I had to really bring it to prayer and really ask God, like, what are you looking for me to do? I just couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out if it were homeschooling or 
what that thing was, but I felt it. I felt there was something that was greater and bigger that needed to happen. And so a few months later, my husband and I took a pilgrimage to Switzerland, um, and we met my brother, Father John, who had been studying, who is studying in Rome. And uh, we were just looking out in this ridiculous view of the mountains. It was just stunning and glorious. And we were talking about our lives and I kind of brought up my love for clothes, but I mentioned, you know, I want it to be greater than that. I don't want it to just be selling clothes. I want to have a giving element. So I really, you know, after that trip, I kind of really started to pursue that and learn about that. And my teaching background, I didn't know anything about business, but I just kind of jumped all in and I went for it. And then three weeks before my third baby boy was born, I opened up my online women's clothing boutique. Holy <laughs> In the craziness smokes. of it all. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting I'm sitting here at thirty seven weeks pregnant right now and just would I have the no, I would not have the energy. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. It was crazy. In the moment I felt like it was crazy, but it was the right time. It was bizarre, but it felt like I'm going for it. Now's the time. <laughs> That's so good. I love how it's this idea that you you have something that you're passionate about, about clothing, but there's this desire to take that to a deeper level. At the other side of the name, Free Boutique, is Grace. And what is the story behind the name? And can you share a little bit about that giving mission that your boutique has? Yes, I love that question. And I love when people say, well, who is Grace? <laughs> I'm like, oh, let me tell you. So the reason I chose Grace in Kate and Grace Boutique is because I wanted that daily reminder of with God's grace, my daily mission to serve out of God's love. I have a partnership with Marisol Health and Marisol Homes, and I just want to tell you a little bit about them just to kind of give you a background, but Marisol Health, um, they provide, they have medical centers that uh, help women to make informed decisions about their reproductive health, and then they also offer family services. So, you know, unplanned pregnancies, they have counseling, they have knowledge of different choices you have as a woman, and it is a Catholic-based program, so it's very pro-life, and it is so beautiful in just providing that knowledge for people to make the right, smart decision. And then Marisol Homes is obviously part of Marisol Services as well, and what they do is they offer a safe place for single expectant mothers, single women, and then single women with children And these are all people who are experiencing homelessness. Many times they have to flee from an unsafe home or they're in financial troubles. They provide actual homes or housing and food and support to help these women rebuild their lives. So I felt very called to support these women. I felt like these women were in need of care and love. And of course, when you're in a time of crisis, you don't take care of yourself and you don't buy clothes for yourself because you are in taking care of everyone else and every and all of the other stresses that are going around your life. So I call it my hashtag bring joy mission. And what I do is I donate brand new clothes with tags to these women to help and to honor and dignify them in, in time of need. And it's, it makes such a difference. I think for us who aren't in crisis situations, it's easy to take brand new clothes for granted. Of course, I'm going to, you know, if I have an event coming up, I'm going to swing by the store and pick up something. But to have something that's not just new to you, but brand new, where you're the first person who's worn that, it has such a mm-hmm. dignity to it that I think we take for granted as women today. It is. And it's amazing to hear the stories that come from it. And it really does a one simple little 
item can really touch their heart. And that just, to me, really impacts my heart and my mission. It's really beautiful. Oh, that's so good. So you have this this beautiful mission to dignify women in your community who are going through crisis situations. But you also have women who the, you're interacting with as they are come through your boutique as customers. How do you recognize the inherent beauty and dignity of all the women who interact with your boutique? that feeling beautiful is really important and all women deserve to feel confident. So I do believe that clothes can be one stepping stone towards feeling that inner beauty. And for me, I found it hard to find modest yet fashionable clothes. And as a busy mom, trying trying on clothes became a joke. It was was so stressful. I'll never forget the moment where I'm in the dressing room and this, you know, used to be my therapy where I'd go shopping and it was so fun. And now I had one kid that's screaming, crying, one kid that's crawling <laughs> under the stall and one kid with a smelly diaper. Yep. And that was when I decided that, you know, online shopping is for me. <laughs> so I started to kind of explore that. And I just felt that there was a need to have really quality clothes, but yet under in a reasonable price point. And then, of course, that were trendy and modesty was really important to me. I just was searching and searching for this, and I was having trouble finding all of these elements. And then, of course, wanting to have easy shopping where I could have my glass of wine and be in my yoga pants at night when everybody's sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) I just really wanted women of all sizes, of all incomes, and even all ages to feel confident and proud of who they are. So that was really an important part of supporting this inner beauty in all these women. And I'll never forget, I have to quickly share this Marisol story. I was at the tea fundraiser last weekend and one of the uh, Marisol clients, she went up and was sharing her story. And she talked about how she had experienced an unexpected pregnancy and her mom had brought her into Marisol And she talked about just the amazing resources they provided her during this pregnancy. And they gave her diapers and they gave her baby food and all of these things in preparation for the baby. But one thing that really stuck to me was the fact that she mentioned that she goes, they even gave me brand new clothes. And she said, and that really touched my heart because I was so concerned about this baby and how am I going to do it? And they said, you know, just go downstairs and go pick out something that will make you feel beautiful, you know, that supports your changing body. And I just think, I mean, hearing that story really impacted me. And I just feel like that's it. Like that is exactly what all of us women need to feel is, you know, making yourself feel beautiful in that way. Just like if you were to go to college and take an exam, you dress up in your nice clothes and get that confidence. I feel like that is a real thing. And So I just think that clothes in a non-materialistic way can, you know, help support that. I love that story too, because I think for women, I'm sitting, again, I'm sitting here at almost all the way done with the pregnancy, but it has been such a journey getting to appreciate this body that I've been given by God is so good. It's so amazing that it can support a growing life, but holy smokes, it's so different than the body that I had nine months ago and coming to this realization that the body's so beautiful at all of those stages, but our world does not necessarily appreciate that. Or there's very much definitely a a definition of beauty that sometimes pregnant women do not feel like they fit into at all. And so really to emphasize that even, even though your body's changing and that's beautiful and it's good and it's so good and being able to affirm 
again, just affirm their dignity. Absolutely. That's exactly it. Whether it's during your pregnancy or postpartum, you know, there's so much change that happens. So to just help support that where you don't even have to go to the store and try to find something that fits and it's stressful and it's horrible to simply just support the fact that this is good and this is beautiful and this is God's plan for you is huge. Yes. Amen. I love how this mission that your boutique has really embodies the corporal works of mercy. And I think so often when we think of the corporal works of mercy or mission work, we think of getting on a plane and going on a mission trip to foreign countries, but your shop is at work in your own community. So for women who are listening, Do you have any advice for how to find ways to live out the corporal works of mercy in their own community? Yeah, so first I want to take a moment to realize how you're already working in your community. Mm. Simply volunteering in your kids' classroom or helping in your church community or even just the small acts of generosity in your daily life, all of that is works of mercy. Um, I think it can be really daunting if you try to make a huge change. At least that's how I felt. I just felt like I can't change the world. I can't, you know, I can't make these gigantic changes. So then you have to remember, you know, just start small. Do consistent small acts. And that will not only lead to something you're passionate about, but they can also make impacts on people in need in ways that you don't even realize. I also feel like your passions will come from the desires of your heart. So to really pray about your passion and God will guide you and you don't have to be afraid to listen. You know, I was three weeks out from being due and I was so anxious and nervous and I felt like my life was so busy that how could I possibly take on another thing? And God placed that desire on my heart and I had to, I had to embrace it and I had to take the leap and really trust in God's will. I love that the idea that he doesn't put desires on our heart that he isn't going to fulfill. And it may not be fulfilled in the way that we think would be best um, or even the way that we would have expected. But even looking at your story, this desire, this passion about clothing and and beauty and the inherent dignity of women and how that's become so beautifully centered to your mission with Kate and Grace and just how he works with our passions. He has a way that he's created each of us as women and he has a plan for those passions. You started Kate and Grace as a mom of three with two, two, and then one on the way very, very quickly after the opening of that boutique, (laughs) it's easy to, and I'm experiencing this right now. It's really easy to define yourself as a mom. Like, Oh, I'm a mom. That's what I do. That's who I am. Why is it important for moms, regardless of whether they're staying at home or they're working or they have little, little babies or their kids are all grown up. Why is it important for moms, especially to find something that they're passionate about? Yeah, so being a mom is a huge and an exhausting job. And I think that all moms need to hear that motherhood is your first passion. You're a leader in your family, Mm -hmm. and that is a great accomplishment that needs to be celebrated. So whether you're working or you're at home, every woman, I do think, should have other passions too. So you have to think about what brings you additional joy, and then don't be afraid to try something new. I uh, follow this awesome homeschool community, and these moms are truly gifted in their work. They are passionate about creating these lesson plans, and they're so creative, and they post on Instagram, and I find it fascinating because they just are truly, truly talented in this. And then, you know, my husband's bosses are moms and they're in the business world and they have an incredible energy and they are so gifted in sales. So I just think that if you feel that that's your passion, then embrace it and be proud of it. 
but just make sure you ask yourself, is it life-giving and is it God-centered? I love those two questions. And bringing those to prayer too. God cares about your passions. He wants to know those desires. And I think so often when I think about my passions, it's easy to think, well, of course God knows what my passions are. He's put them on my heart. He knows them better than I know them. So I'm just going to sit around and wait for him to reveal them to me instead of bringing those actively to prayer and asking the Lord to reveal them and asking him to set a fire to the passions in your heart because he wants to hear about this this discernment process from your own words and from your own perspective too. Exactly. And I really felt like, I mean, I've always loved shopping and I've always loved clothes, but I never I never really listened. You know, I had to mm. I had to really pray about it and I had to especially after my crafting fails. That's when I had to like really take it to prayer. So I do think, you know, praying and asking God's guidance on it is a huge piece of getting the answer of what's next. You know, here's your passion and here's what you love, but what's the next step? I think that prayer is essential for that. So it's so good for women to find their passions. And this is regardless of any life season. I think it's especially important for moms, but for any woman, whether you're single or whether you are living a consecrated life or discerning, it's important for you to find your passions. But how do we take our passions from the level of a passion to the level of a deeper service where we're offering our gifts, not only for the Lord in our own spiritual and interior life, but also for the sake of of evangelization, our relationship with others, and for the church. Yeah, well, for me, I I feel like raising three boys and having a vision of what they'll be like as young men has really helped to guide me to live my life of example. Um, I want to be sure they are taught to treat women with dignity and honor and respect. And I think this will have a large impact not only on my family's life, but in countless lives after that. So that's my number one priority Secondarily, it's really simple. I have always really loved shopping, fashion, and I have enjoyed giving back. And these were all things that I enjoyed before I started this boutique. So now that I've been able to combine them, it has truly sparked joy in me. Um, I'm, I'm proud that I feel more fulfilled, and I know that I can bring that to my marriage and bring that into the way that I mother my kids. And I know that even my network and my family sees that, and I think that sparks small amounts of joy in them. Um, As for my business, I hope that that sparks joy in people that buy the clothes and the people that I donate the clothes to. And this will continue to ignite fires with other people where they're going to find their passions and find joys, even if it's small ways. And that's really what I'm excited about. You know, once you find your passion, then pray for deeper service. Ask God, how can I better serve? And he will provide that. And another thing I just wanted to simply give a little (laughs) shameless plug is um, my brother's podcast, Catholic Stuff You Should Know. If you search Kate, Kate and Grace, the whole podcast is exactly on this. It's all about the apostolate as a layperson. And it is so, they explained it so beautifully and way better than I ever could. But it just goes kind of into depth about, you know, finding that and and using that in a way to serve God and, you know, having it be a deeper service in whether that's, you know, in the church or a grand, you know, gesture. It's it's helping you find your postulate 
So I do think if you are kind of interested in that, to look into that further and go listen to them, because it really, for me, was clarity. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, that is what I'm doing. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll put it in the show notes too, so listeners can find it. It's a beautiful episode. And I love this idea that our passions don't exist within a vacuum. It's not like God says, here, okay, you're passionate about music. That's awesome. That'll just be, here's a little box to put that in. Put that on the shelf. Pull it off the shelf when you want to enjoy music. Other than that, it shouldn't affect your life. No, that that is not how our passions work. God has put these passions in our heart and they're meant to be something that pulls us to others and that pulls others to us and something that we can view that that lens that we're viewing truth, beauty, or goodness through and being able to encounter God and encounter other men and women who God created with that. The office or a mission of an apostle that we're sent out. It's not something that we're supposed to keep on a box on the shelf and pull out when we want to, but it's something that's meant to impact our lives and the lives of those around us. Exactly. Well said. That's exactly right. I have loved browsing through your online boutique. I have bookmarked many pieces because (laughs) I'm so excited for not maternity clothes. I'm so pumped. (laughs) Can you share a little bit about some of your favorite pieces that are in the store for the summer, some trends that you've been seeing that have, that have inspired you as you've curated this boutique? Thank you. I appreciate that. I know exactly how it feels and it's so fun to finally be back and regular clothes after the maternity phase. So thank you. I am always excited about the trends and the clothes that come in. I am, it's seriously like Christmas. I am giddy every time I get a box of new arrivals. (laughs) Summer clothes are so fun. I have been really excited about the amazing patchwork, the vibrant embroidery. There's some classy dresses, comfy casual tops. Um, obviously just color is so in and that has been really, really fun to get. Um, but one thing I do want to make sure that you all know is that when I buy items, I'm very select. So my inventory is always changing and I'm constantly releasing new items. So I always like to tell people to be sure and to check often because it's constantly, I'm just constantly turning over inventory and changing style. So you won't see, you know, your best friend in the exact same thing on the exact same day. You know, I like to have lots of different styles to choose from and lots of different choices, but also limited number. Um, And then I also love to hear your feedback. So if you, you know, are really seeing trends somewhere and you would like to see it in my store, like, please let me know. I love that. I'm all about hearing, you know, this is my body type and this is what I'm looking for. And I love to go on the hunt. So always, you know, give me feedback and always let me know what you're thinking and what you're looking for because I'm always happy to help. I love how even that desire to help women find, individual women find an individual piece really speaks to your mission of recognizing their dignity. Like, oh, it's something that, you know, that's not in the store yet, but that's okay because if you're passionate about it and, and you want me to help you find it, then that's where I am. That's so good, Kate. That's so beautiful. Thank you. Yes, I do. I do know that a lot of people don't love to shop <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> and that's where I'm here to help because I do love to shop. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Where can listeners find Kate and Grace Boutique online? Yeah. So I have a website where you can purchase the clothes and that is shop Um, And then I also have at Kate and Grace Boutique and that is all one word and that's on my Instagram as well as my Facebook. And I really um, always recommend people to go and follow my social media because that's where I'm constantly getting on and I'm highlighting new items or I'm talking about the size or the fit of the piece. Um, I also love to share the new arrivals and when they're going live on the website. 
And then I also have a little fun with it and interact with my community by doing giveaways and polls. So I always feel like that's a great place to start is the social media piece. And then you can really kind of follow and see what styles you like and then kind of head to the website. And it's always directly linked. Uh, And I also did want to throw it out there that for anybody listening, if you have a, you know, first time order throughout the summer, I will, I'm happy to do $5 off your first order if you use the promo code letters five. And we can probably link that too. Yes, absolutely. Just to kind of, yeah, give you a little extra money. Yeah. um, and, And as a thank you of supporting my boutique and supporting your podcast and I just think that's just a little something. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so great. Thank you. I'm def- yeah, I will definitely yeah. put that on, on our social media and in the show notes for, yeah, for happy summer shopping. Cause there's nothing like <laughs> the winter ending and actually getting to buy something that has color in it. And yes, amen. <laughs> and going to support such a good cause that supports other women. I think that's so beautiful. Thank you. The podcast as a whole is about living out the feminine genius and every single woman is going to live out the feminine genius uniquely in their daily life. So Katie, if you were to describe it, how do you live out the feminine genius as a Catholic entrepreneur? I have found my passion. I love clothes and fashion and learning about this industry, but what I love the most is my mission of charity. It brings me so much joy knowing just how one new clothing item can really make such an impact. And it's so amazing how natural it becomes when you do your work out of love by participating in God's work. So now I just encourage you to go out and try something new and bring joy to someone. That's so beautiful. Thanks so much for coming on the show and for sharing your story, for finding your passion, and then just being able to share that with others and encourage women to do the same. It's been so good chatting with you. Thank you so much for having me. I've truly enjoyed this experience. It's been awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find the show notes over on my blog, oldfashionedgirlblog.com. Included in today's notes are links to Katie's boutique, Kate and Grace, links to that Catholic Stuff You Should Know episode that we mentioned in today's conversation, which is a great listen, and links to learn more about Marisol Health, who Katie partners with in her mission to recognize the inherent dignity and beauty of every woman. Don't forget to support Katie's Boutique. And if you are a first-time purchaser with her boutique this summer, you can use the code LETTERS5 for $5 off your first order with her. I would love to see your boutique finds as you get ready for some summer weather. So send those fashion pictures my way. Are you subscribed to Letters to Women? If not, you should subscribe today. You don't want to miss out on any of the upcoming episodes because I'm so excited about some of the episodes that are coming out this summer. If you have a spare minute, I'd love for you to leave a review on iTunes too. Reviews help other people find this podcast and reviews are so much fun to go through and read as a podcast creator. I loved this review from Erka23. I've enjoyed this podcast so much. One of my new favorites. Thank you so much for sharing your love and knowledge of the Catholic faith with us all. Thanks for leaving that review and thanks for listening. So I'm recording this episode at 37 weeks pregnant. So by the time that this episode releases, I may be home snuggling with the littlest langer. I'm taking a break from blogging and social media to get to know this little person better. But don't worry, Letters to Women will still release on its normal every other Thursday schedule while I'm gone. I cannot wait to come back and share with you how life with a little person in our house is going and to continue to embrace and explore the feminine genius alongside you. That's all I have for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, be not afraid.